Good morning, Central Kentucky. This is Skinny. Jimmy Skinny McKinney. Welcome to Skinny on the Home. Answering your questions, giving you the skinny on home improvement, remodeling, designing, or building. Whether you're doing it yourself, having a friend or relative help, or hiring a professional, Skinny on the Home is here to help educate you on the latest products, trends, designs, and techniques. We are um, brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. The Building Institute is at 229-6641. If you want to give them a call, jobs are waiting for you. The Building Institute is waiting for you. Employers are waiting for you. Um, I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, here with my co-host, Josh No Leaky Fawcett. That's right. How's that? Good morning. Good morning. We were just, uh, you know, we were right before the show, we were just talking about um, uh, Lysol wipes and, yes. and things. And we looked everywhere just briefly. Sam's yep. is out. Amazon is out. It's like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I, I felt like I wanted to, um, for all of our listeners out there, just uh, encourage you one and um, just uh, also pray this morning that, uh, you know, there's no, the Bible tells us there's no, you know, perfect love casts out all fear. And um, mm-hmm. there's 366 times in the Bible says fear not, you know, don't fear. So yeah. there's one for every day of the week, every even including day. this year, which is a leap year. Yeah. So yeah. we have uh, every day is covered by do not fear. Mm. And, um, you know, the only fear is the fear of the Lord, which that's not a afraid of type fear. It's a, it's a more of a lordship yeah. fear. So, so don't fear for those of you that are in Christ Jesus and encourage you that, um, you know, in Philippians, I think this is probably one of your, I think you said years ago, this is one of your favorite verses in the Bible. And mm-hmm. in uh, the book of Philippians, you know, it says, first we have a choice. It says, do not be anxious about anything. So we have to choose first to not be anxious and then we get the promise that comes after that. It says, but with by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. present your request to the Lord, and the peace of the Lord, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So yes. for all of you out there that might have a little anxiety or anxiousness, and especially those of our listeners that are over the age of 65, um, mm-hmm. I just pray peace over as we, uh, as this uh, prayer today that, Lord, that we would just remove all fear, anxiousness, worry, and that um, the attack of the enemy and the and the virus will uh, dissipate and it will be gone. Uh, the solution will come quickly, and uh, we thank you and praise you that um, that we have no fear in love in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, so yeah, so just uh, you know, like everybody else saying, just wash your hands and yep. Um, Live live your life normally. I was we were talking with some um, clients today, and he actually he's a professor on history and teaches um, a section of history in the during the black the Black Death or whatever it was back in the 1300s sure. yeah. or whatever, where like eighty percent of the population got you know oh wow uh, I think it was rats or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, even even then he said you know it's not you know panicking. Everybody live their life. Normally, and you know the, those that that weren't, uh, you know, and that's if you go back in history and look, and you know, there's again all the if it's fear based, it's not from the Lord. Um, that there's we do need to take precautions and right. do things to take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. our clients, you know, each other, and um, you know, we at we at Jane Our Construction, we were just talking about that. We're we're um, 
taking the steps necessary that we need to keep things sanitized and hands cleaned and you know a lot some of our projects are outside but some of our projects are inside and um so it doesn't uh we don't have any worries there we didn't get through we're gonna have this kind of gonna be part two of our we were talking about kind of home updates that pay off yes for our clients and um we got into last week you know kind of some minor bathroom remodel um things there that's kind of the top one for the biggest payoff um landscaping was next on the list we got into a minor kitchen remodel and what's involved there Uh, then we got into exterior improvements and then kind of where we left off was we talked about the attic bedroom conversion and i was sharing you know we just recently finished our attic Uh, we actually use it as a kind of a living room we call it our upper room Mm -hmm. that um, is a good living space to uh to hang out but it added you know about 500 more square feet to the house but if you have room up in that attic that you can we've done for some of our clients finish those spaces especially in some of the old 1950s cape cod houses in lexington yeah. we could put some dormers on the back and, that's right mm-hmm. and those things so good use of space yeah next on home updates that pay off is major bathroom remodel so that's kind of the next as far as average return on resale is in the high 90 percentile major bathroom might involve expanding an existing five by seven bathroom relocating or replacing the fixtures the tub the toilet adding adding a designer sink faucets maybe adding a linen closet lighting ceramic tile floor and a fan Uh, it says start at the bottom replace the old floors fresh tile ceramic or stone uh, for a solid payoff you want to make sure you buy some extra tiles just in case some break during installation or you mm-hmm. have some cuts that went wrong or you yeah. know, something. We usually leave – most of our clients will leave kind of the open boxes mm-hmm. uh, additional for that. Some of these um, set aside for any future repairs. Uh, the old old vanity – I was in a client's house uh, yesterday that they liked their vanity. It was in good shape, uh, solid wood, uh, just had some wear and tear on it. Yeah, uh, so maybe you just need a facelift. You can paint, give that a fresh look. New countertop, new faucets, new sink. Uh, it says you can use um, some eye fooling tricks to make a smaller bathroom look larger. So a pedestal sink is a smart replacement for an old cabinet. If you have a smaller footprint, it gives the illusion of a bigger space. And there's there's some design techniques too on tile. Yes. certain tile patterns and stuff mm-hmm. like that but what have you seen in some of the bathrooms that we've done here recently um, that? <clears throat> excuse me you know most of the time we just a master depending on the size i mean we're going back a lot of times we're ripping out all those old whirlpool tubs we got one coming up that we're ripping out a whirlpool tub we just ripped one out of another one i mean that really creates a it makes the bathroom look so much bigger because they're so bulky and boxy looking and they usually have um <clears throat> framing around it to kind of give you that ledge around it uh, we take a lot of those out a lot of people just use them as a oversized laundry basket <laughs> um uh, with, let's, the the running joke is you use them twice yeah you know, once when you first move in and then the next time months later because you feel guilty because you haven't used it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i've heard a lot of people say that and a lot of people use them just to store their clothes and dirty clothes and you know it's they're kind of just a waste of space if they're in there um, so we've, we've ripped out, we rip them out way more than we put them in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, rarely do we put one in. We put more stand, uh, freestanding tubs. Uh, maybe they have jets in it. Maybe they don't. Uh, some of them have they, air. Some and, of them have air now. Yeah. And they're, it's a smaller footprint. Yeah. Than, yeah. than the big, gigantic, you know, corner Built-in jacuzzi tub. tubs and, mm-hmm. and those things. So. so that's the biggest thing I think I would say is ripping those out and create, you create so much more space in there to do other things. Make your shower bigger if you want or, um, you know, put a, freestanding tub you know that one that will get used that's comfortable that's you know air jets are better than water jets mm-hmm. um which is great well and also the old whirlpool tubs you know the the hygienic you know the cleaning mm-hmm. of it you know you've got you can you can get a lot of mold yeah. build up and we were in a house um earlier in the week and a client had mentioned yeah we don't use it that much because every time we use it black stuff comes out yeah that's that's mold you yeah. know coming out of there so yeah. it's a Usually have to, if you look at some of the research and things on those, you you have to continually, um, you know, clean those lines out and and those things. We it reminds me of we had a project over on the south side of town that we uh, they had a corner jacuzzi tub <clears throat> and a big enough space, double vanity, commode, none of that changed location, but that uh, jacuzzi tub we took that out. And made a pretty good size walk-in shower because mm-hmm. um, it takes up a lot of footprint. Yeah, and then we were still able to get, um, you know, a, a freestanding tub mm-hmm. in that space in there. So, yeah. Anything else on bathrooms that? Um, um, I would, you know, if you're doing a smaller bathroom, a bathroom that you know is a little tight, a pedestal sink would be a great idea. Maybe um, uh, the direction that you lay your tile can make the room <clears throat> feel bigger or smaller. Um, even though it isn't, I mean, it's, you know, the style tile, the direction it's laid, um, maybe smaller fixtures, um, that can kind of make that space look a little bit bigger than it actually is. Um, yeah. Colors are a big one. Colors. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge. If you don't get any natural light, um, what's, what's that look like maybe to get some natural light in there? Uh, a solar tube, you know, get some natural light. Yeah, in I was going to say, it, solar tube makes yeah. it look like a can light's in your room, but it's natural light. Mm-hmm. We had some clients where we'll put a, like a transom small window, window. above the, on the side of that. If, if you're, a lot of bathrooms are on the outside run of the There's house. An outside and, wall somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> and do some of that. So, yeah. Things that, again, you can do yourself. There's uh, painting of mm-hmm. your existing vanity. We had a client was um, in their house. They had a pedestal sink. They took it out, added a cabinet because they wanted more storage. But what they saw online, it was the right width, but it was it was so tall and so deep that when they got it in the bathroom, it took up. I mean, it was the elephant awesome. in the room at that <laughs> yeah. time. So definitely look at the sizes and the specs of things if you're going to order them um, online and you know use some of these retailers that um, that are great to order from. I've I've ordered from them as well, but. Just uh, and sometimes getting some blue tape, mm-hmm. putting some blue tape on the ground that kind of gives you a visual, visual, yeah, where it's going to sit. Um, and we have some clients that will you have a smaller, smaller bathroom, and then um, the they have a a regular round commode, and they want to go to the elongated. Mm. But by the time you put the elongated in, you eat up all that eat space. Up some space. We've had some clients that have put them in. And they want to do a glass shower door, and they end up having to take them out because then the glass door doesn't work. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things there to look at on those. On uh, major now off of bathrooms, so 
Next, number seven is major kitchen remodel. Of course, you know, kitchens and bathrooms are the most popular renovations yes. in most homes that uh, we're, you know, unless it's an outside project, if it's something to do with the inside that we're doing, we're typically touching one, one of those, those one of those mm-hmm. two rooms. The um, So the average, uh, that's the next, that's number seven as far as the pecking order of getting the most bang out of your buck for resale. The... Um, Kitchen, so a major kitchen remodel, uh, how they listed here. If you're doing new cabinets, doing an island, um, the um, countertop, stainless steel, stainless steel sinks, or even we're doing a lot of those um, composite sinks. Yeah, now porcelain sinks or Firestone sinks, um, I think they're called the yeah. farm sink style. Um, and then we did a we did a large stainless farm sink. That um, actually sat um, the the cap of it went right over top of the existing cabinet um, mm-hmm. that fits down in yeah. there. So there's even if you because some of your farm sinks you have to modify exactly or order a, a special cabinet, cabinet for it. But this one mm-hmm. just slid right over top of the yeah. It was existing, great. It was, our our it carpenters was, were <laughs> super pleased. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it had a cavity. You know, if you think of your think of where your sink is in your kitchen. Right in front, you know, you got maybe you got those drawers that tilt out that you keep your sponges in mm-hmm. right there. Or it's a fake front that you can't open. Yeah, that's taking that off and that that slid right Slide over top. Right of that. over top. Yeah. So that was a good, uh, an easy easy one there. So thinking of your wall ovens, cooktops, appliances, flooring. If your um, if your home values rise, um, and your kitchen finishes don't, uh, you know, do a do a major remodel rather than a small fix up. So and that's you know we're finding even here in Central Kentucky and around Lexington, you know, home values just continue to to go up. Go up yeah. And if you look at the long term, you know we've had some periods of time during you know oh eight oh nine and mm-hmm. things like that where mm-hmm. home values dip down, but they're they're all they're always going up. If you look at the yeah. since oh yeah the nineteen hundreds till now, and you look at a graph, it's kind of like looking at the stock market, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it has ups and downs as it goes along, but it's always going up. So yeah. as your home value continues to go up, don't neglect uh, things there that you might have to fix up and, and do. But a lot of times, you know, a lot of our clients, it's, um, it's a convenience. There's, there's pain. There's something that is not working right. The mm-hmm. drawer keeps falling off, you know, the silverware drawer, I've lost everything in there, or it doesn't come all the way out. The kids are slamming the doors. You know, <laughs> There's all these things that are just sometimes frustrating, and, and you don't, with all the new technology and things that are out there, you yeah. know, can make life so much easier. Oh, yeah. Less stress and, and all that. So opening up kitchens, opening up walls. Um, kitchens feel bigger when there's fewer obstacles. So removing a lot of over, over-the-counter um Cabinets making countertops bigger, things on cabinets. Excuse mm. me. Then um, creating an eating bar is a good idea. Eating kitchen is a big plus. Mm-hmm. Trying to add a, uh, you know, a banquet or a bench or designer pillows or something like that. Yeah. Local. You know, a lot of we use a lot of local suppliers um, for granites and quartz and stone tops. Um, so just look at. Sometimes you can get remnants if you have. You know, um, you have something. All your all your regular cabinets say you want the island to be different. You can you can cut some costs there by getting some remnant cuts sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing you got to think about is if you're planning 
to sell your house, you know, or are you going to stay there? So talking about sticking with neutral colors, wall treatments, are you remodeling to, um, again, alleviate pain in a, in your house of, you know, or problem areas that you have in the kitchen or is it, um, for, so looking at all those different options, choose colors you love and things like that. The other thing they talk about is 10 ceilings. So creating a custom ceiling tiles that you can put up, add a little bit different flavor to it. Custom backsplashes also, Adding natural light, so mm-hmm. you know, is there places you can open up for doors and things like that? What um, we've done a lot of a lot of kitchens, and we're currently working on a couple right now. Even on um, yeah, we're gonna one on the, or on the north side of town that uh, yeah, opening up we a wall. Started it this week. You know, the kitchen. We talk about if you're going to do any um, renovation in the kitchen, just remember it's again it's it's cliche that. We talk about it, but the kitchen is the heart of your home. Yes, it is. And everybody mm-hmm. hangs out there. You've heard us talk about that multiple, multiple times. One currently over on the north side of town. Kind of tell the folks what we're doing there for that one. Yeah, we got uh, – <clears throat> you walk in the door, and um, originally there's a hallway, and then you got a living room to the side, which is closed in, and then straight ahead is the kitchen. So there's a wall and a um, load-bearing wall that's separating the two, the kitchen dining rooms together. And the living room is in a different room. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so the uh, what we're doing there is obviously all new kitchen, uh, ripping that all out out with the old and with the new, um, taking down some soffits um, to make the make it look bigger in there, obviously. And then we're removing that wall in between the living room and the kitchen dining room area. Yeah, um, she had some. Um the panes were, you know, the kitchen was it was really tight getting in and yeah. out, and there was a there was a weird. Uh, area back where she does most of her cooking it's where the the mm-hmm. laundry room is back there and it's kind of a pinch point there and then plus opening all that up you know will just uh open everything up and not feel so crowded especially when you're having people over and yeah yeah trying to get back in that corner um we've worked it to uh, one of our designers you know did a layout of cabinets where we shrunk some cabinets to fit to make it not so much as a pinch point um, so you can get back in there and work mm-hmm. and set up and um, and then just open up that load bearing wall, taking that wall out, putting a beam up. Um, we'll have to do some securing of that beam on the in the basement level. Uh, just uh, get an engineer report, follow that, uh, and so it's it's going to look great. It's yeah. going to open up that house quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, I think she's excited. She's yeah, she's uh, she's a great great lady. So yeah. For a long time client, we did yeah. a bathroom for her, uh, last year, and she's retired, um, a, um, widowed, and uh, her is there a grandson that lives mm-hmm. with her? Yeah, and um, yeah, wanted to improve on the house, and yeah. um, it's uh, it's going to look, you know, all the all the features and things, you know, even as as she's getting older and and um, Grabbing doors and drawers and opening and just how mm-hmm. all the features are going to work a lot better for yeah. and stuff is yeah, yeah. is uh, is great. So, yeah, it's um, just getting started on that one. And then we've had, you know, a lot of um, kitchens we do. And even in my own house, I know we've got, you know, old cabinets and we've got doors that are starting to fall off mm-hmm. hinges. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, the space. The space is, man, I'll tell you, a pain in the kitchen. I know it more so probably for my wife than 
And for me, and I think this is probably why we had kids, they can get down in those bottom cabinets and get the stuff in the back. And pull it out. You the know, stuff that falls from the top cabinet oh, into the bottom cabinet. Well, and just, yeah, all the pots and pans that are, you know, in the back yeah. corner of the cabinet that, you know, you open the doors and you got, you got, uh, you know, it's 24 inches deep in the bottom. So you got all that storage, but then you got a small little shelf up top that's mm-hmm. still getting back there to all that stuff. That's why. Yeah. Taking a lot of those out, we're doing a lot of drawers now. Yes, where those just pull out, and everything's right there. And yeah, a great feature that I really enjoy in a kitchen is a spice rack. Mm-hmm. The ones that look like cabinet, they're built in. You can pull mm-hmm. them out, slide them out. All your spices are in there. You close it back in. It's not in a drawer where they're all spilling out, or you know, you got them all jammed in there. You can see which ones you got. You know, yeah. that's that's a great addition. And don't they make those in the the size of a filler? Yes. Like so three, it looks like a filler or three you can inches get it, or yeah, three and, and six. Yeah. I think is a two. And, two uh, inch. We've done some. You know, you do those in the base cabinets down if you like like it low. But some of our clients will put them up up on the uppers. on the on the uppers. Mm-hmm. You can design it in a way, and you can have one on each side of mm. of the of the, the stove. stove, like where mm-hmm. the hood is. Those just pull out. Everything's right there. That's great. Keeps it off. I mean, ours we have. Most of our, our – we've got this uh, corner cabinet that's mm-hmm. got a, uh, like a Lazy Susan spinner to it yeah. thing in the, uh, for an upper. And yeah. There's so much wasted space in that thing. Yeah. That, uh, and um, I know if we had if we had that, that would be great. So yeah. our kitchen remodel is coming one of these days. Well, 2021. <laughs> 2020 might be the year. No, I'll, hold it, I'll hold it to them. Yeah. <laughs> we've got we've – got, yeah, we're going kind of – <clears throat> floor by floor we did some stuff in the basement when we first moved in finished mm-hmm. off the attic you know we've replaced windows yeah. new front door we've got some carpet now so just a little at a time that's, that's right a, you know and that's going through some of these renovations that's a you know the major kitchen remodel you get into some of the expense of that i mean it's you, we have some of our clients kind of do a project you know about every five years yeah. you know that's yeah that's um to get through those so all right, number eight on the list, deck, patio, and porch additions. Well, this is just falling right in line with projects we're that we're doing right yeah. now. <laughs> seems like the, it's been a year of, the year of decks and porches, right? Yep. And it's the timing. It's like we're – you know, the great thing about Kentucky is, except for right now, it's like we're living in Seattle with all this mm. rain. But, um, and if those of you that are listening, if, if you live in Seattle – um, I'm just, yeah, I don't hats know if off. I could live with that. I mean, yeah. yeah, no, hats your off, probably hats dude. are on all the time. But <laughs> 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 I couldn't, I couldn't live in the rain yeah. all the time. But man, it's um, crazy. The um, you know the great thing about uh, a cloudy day and a rainy day is that even though you can't see the sun, it's there. Yeah. Just like Jesus oh, yeah. in our life, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, he may be shining so bright, and you you feel his presence and things. And other days where. It's 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 not a feeling. It's he's always there, mm-hmm. and uh, whether it's a stormy day or a clear day. So the deck, patio, porch additions. So we've we've done uh, finishing up two that are just um, just back porches over a space. Um, kind of talk about mm-hmm. those projects. Kind of what we're what we're doing there, and those are you can really do a. I mean, they're not um, terribly expensive. Uh, yeah, depend on you know the ones we're doing some in the. Twenty-five thousand to thirty thousand dollar mm-hmm. range. Um, just yeah. depends on on design and things like that. But talk about those. What we're uh, we what get, we're doing there? We got uh, two covered porches that we're doing right now. One had an existing pad there that we've we've kind of framed up 
around that pad. The other one we poured a pad. So um, they uh, they go up pretty quick, um, and depending on what you want and how you want things to lay, you know, different materials and whatnot. They uh, stain versus paint. You know how that works. Um, yeah, on these we're doing the existing patio was there, so we were we had uh, post bases that we were. Basically, almost like a, I think of the old like planter boxes uh, yeah. style uh, post yeah. that was the the base of the post is about t- two feet by two feet, mm-hmm. about thirty six inches tall, and then at the top it tapers up, tapers up on four sides, so it gives it like a craftsman style detail uh, mm-hmm. look on that. Well, that that base is twenty four by twenty four. Well, we had to get we're still getting a six by six post in the middle, and we still have to open that up for concrete. Yeah. We were able to just cut an eighteen by eighteen. 18. Spot we had that engineered full of concrete, yeah, and then the base that uh, we built around that covered all that. So they because they had an existing stamped patio uh, mm-hmm. that didn't have a cover on it, and we weren't going to rip that out. So that's yep. one way that we were able to save on cost there. Mm-hmm. If uh, we've had some others where if you're not going to do that, then you've got to think of okay, you still have to cut out an eighteen by eighteen spot, yeah, um, for how, uh, how you going to finish that. So you could do some mm-hmm. stone. Up and we've got a couple of those that we're doing like yeah. that. We've got some stone bases, um, trimmed it out, mm-hmm. and know. then the um, that particular porch was all wood up in the beam, so we painted all that white, and then we did beadboard in the mm-hmm. ceiling, and we left it open. We it did a kind of a cathedral look, so if, when it was all open under there. One thing we do with our porches: if you're going to do a porch and add on to the house, insulate it. Yes. Uh, we insulate all of our porches, even though it's open to the elements. You know, that heat transfer uh, from the sun, that's going to help you a lot in the summer coming mm-hmm. up here when yeah. the summer does finally get here. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we added a ceiling fan, some can lights in there, and then we did a beadboard ceiling that we stained. Mm-hmm. So we've got white painted columns, Oops. a white beam, and then we mm-hmm. have a stained beadboard yeah. ceiling in there. And it um, yep. looks really nice. The. Um, and then tying into the house, the cool thing on this one was we um, they make a special hanger for those beams mm-hmm. that we were able to, uh, with our engineer, attach to the top plate That's right. uh, yeah. without having to tear out, tear out the whole wall, wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. in there. So there's a lot of different products and ties and, and things like that that you can do nowadays to, uh, to help that. The other one we did, uh, we used a left it open as well. We did stone columns and then wrapped the six by sixes with um, a composite um, material. One by like a mm-hmm. one by was was that we used boral? Was no, it, boral it wasn't or Merit- boral. Um, was Meritech or I think it was Meritech. Meritech um, yeah. on that gave it a different look there. Yep, because they they already had stone on the house, so we on the front. We yeah, we were trying that. to match <clears throat> the existing front porch to give it the same feel. Yeah, and flow right and. Yeah, um, and that's what I encourage anyone you know whether uh, any exterior project, especially one well, even interior, but decks, patios, porches, you know we want to make sure they look like they're part of the yeah. house and yeah. uh, not just a separate add-on yeah. that yeah. Uh, we added on there. So the um, now on that one, instead of using wood beadboard to save a little bit of money, we used the vinyl soffit. When mm-hmm. if you install that, um, you still have some joints there depending on the size, size of it. But it still gives it that beadboard look. That feel. And mm-hmm. uh, it's maintenance free. You don't have to worry about it. Yep. The um, on a deck and a patio or a porch, 
So something to think about. You can, you know, adding a 16 by 20 pressure treated wood deck with a simple pattern is uh, one thing you can do. Add eye peeling uh, decorative planters on the front porch, patios or decks. You know, a lot of a lot of our clients use you know huge pots. Yeah, and you can you can put things out and uh, kind of bring some nature to to the deck itself. Give it give a courtyard an impressive entry with an inviting gate, lighting, mature planning, small improvements that will have a big impact uh, if you're if you're reselling the house at closing. And then it says use bold plants to emphasize features or to distract the eye from from flaws or anything like that. So say you're not going to sell the house and something you don't want to spend money on certain features, adding other things that will that will take care of some of those. And it says, um, run down, run down stairs, lower your, your profit margins on a house sale. So make sure porch railings are safe and attractive. Um, another thing you can do is camouflage your unattractive air conditioning units with uh, wood trellises and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. We've, we've done some of those. Um, and sometimes those are, you know, in the backyard, they're right beside your new porch that you put on. Mm-hmm. So you can build some structures around those too that'll help yeah. with noise yeah. as well and shelter some of that. Anything else on decks, patios, or porches? Um, I think we covered most of it. You know, if you uh, if you want to go a little more fancy with it, do a screened-in porch, you know, maybe a Four Seasons room with glass going around it. Um, yeah, a little more detail of, on that. Speaking of screen, talk about um, kind of some what we use for a screen system and uh, We've talked about it before, but we yeah. use we use a product called Screenies. Um, we get it locally here, and it's a it's a screen system that that uh, mounts on your posts and wraps, and gives you you can go I think eight feet tall by you know however feet long. Um, but usually most of our um, openings are about eight by eight at the max or eight by seven. Uh, so we we get a roll screen. You know, you mount the brackets on the on the posts. You screw them in, and it just basically clips on there, and the screen self tightens itself. Um, and then you trim off the extra screen. Um, they are great um, if you need to replace it. It's really easy to replace some screen if you have animals that that get up on it, or you know, a bird flies into it, or something <laughs> like that. Uh, they're they're really easy to replace and fix if you need to. Um, it's you just pop off this trim piece, and the screen comes off. Put a new one on. Yeah, um, it's come a like, long way yeah. from the old, you know, stretch the screen, staple yeah. it. And it stays tight. I mean, it stays tight. We have porches that we've done years ago that we've never been called back out to replace the screen or anything like that. Yeah. So they stay they stay really tight. They don't loosen over time. The, um, the thing that we always talk about on design of those is if it's – if you ever were going to replace it, do you want to do it from the outside or the inside? Mm-hmm. If we've had – uh, real tall decks we've done it in a way where that can be done from the, the inside. inside yeah yeah and um and thanks to it gives the outside a little bit different look um mm-hmm. so it's something you know if you're gonna if you're gonna do it yourself you know even working with um, a designer or someone that can help you um, work through those design things on that to draw it up or, yeah. or give you some yeah. you know drawings on that that'd be um, that'd be great on that so Number nine on the list, basement remodels. So in, in, having a big entertainment area, a wet bar, a small bathroom, recessed lighting, laminate mm-hmm. floors, or luxury vinyl. We're doing luxury vinyl tile, luxury vinyl plank. 
Yep. But with um, there might be some holdup on some of the luxury vinyl products uh, coming from coming from overseas. So a lot of those, um, let's see, maybe a trend that might uh, for the um, short term, not in basements necessarily, but may go back a lot of um, natural wood. Mm-hmm. Hardwood floors, which we do a lot of wood floors. Yeah, anyway. oh yeah. And yeah. a lot of that's local um, supplies that we get here anyway. But on basements, um, using a a vinyl product is, is usually good. Sometimes basements are a little bit yeah. more damp. And mm-hmm. um, if you ever have any had any issues or, you know, if, if water penetration is a concern, the new floors that are out, they're great because you could, you could flood them underwater and Get pull, all the water out, pull them yeah, up. pull them up, dry them out, dry it out, put them back down. You know, they're great. LVT, LV, LVP stuff is, they've come a long way with some of these vinyl products that, you know, the water waterproof, water-resistant um, under those circumstances. So they're mm-hmm. great, great in basements, great in, you know, wet areas or bathrooms or, you know, all those those things. We've, we've done a couple basements recently. Um they put LV LVP in there and it it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks looks, looks really like hardwood. Good. Yeah, looks like hardwood. And, um, it all flowed well, and that's it's easy install and it's a quick install. So they come out in a couple of days and they're done. Um, there's not much acclimate time. Uh, you don't have to have it sit there for five five to seven days for the hardwoods um, to acclimate to the space. Yeah. They just kind of bring it down and leave it for a day or two and get ready to install so mm-hmm. um you save save some time there the product's great um you know, save some money too yeah well, save you some money for traditional wood floor mm-hmm. the um you know the one thing on um basements is see if you have any water penetrations yeah um are things too you might want you may need to do some sealing or um waterproofing mm-hmm. some clients we've had to come in and do a whole basement waterproofing system first yeah uh, before finishing the basement mm-hmm. or you know on the outside sometimes we've had clients that have water issues but when you look at the outside it's get your downspouts you know away from the house get the, push you know, the water the house yeah. it may be a grade you may have some areas where yeah it, negative grade back to the house or no gutters yeah <laughs> no gutters That's... gutters you need gutters <laughs> especially if you have a basement yeah <laughs> the uh so always um it says here, always fix the flooding problems first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Add the French drains, bigger gutters, reslope the yard. That's all we were just talking about. Yeah. So, um, in a basement, you know, getting a wet bar, um, countertops, sinks, you can do under counter refrigerators or do a regular fridge um, are great ways to, you know, if you're going to have a just an area where you can microwave some popcorn and mm-hmm. store some beverages and, and things like that. Another thing on concrete floors, um, you know, that is something that's not product specific or dependent on whether it's coming on a boat somewhere out in the seas is um, just repolishing the existing concrete you yeah. have. We have yeah. several, a couple of our concrete companies have uh, grinders and polishers. And uh, if you've been in, you know, the the big box stores or mm-hmm. um, some of your larger um, restaurants, uh, I know some of the Mexican restaurants have some of these floors where it's polished. You can put a color in it, yeah, and then you can make you can make cuts in the floor, you can make designs and designs, mm-hmm. and make it look like tile. And yeah, yep, that's another way to uh, to forego 
product on the uh, on the floors there. So covering the concrete. Anything else on basements? Um, adding you know adding a bedroom or two if you have the space for it. Um, you also want to remember if you're adding bedrooms if you're out um, if you're on city sewer or if you're on septic sewer. Um, your PVA will um, will take into account how many bedrooms it goes off bedrooms. Your septic tank goes off bedrooms instead of bathrooms. So mm-hmm. they go off how many people you have in the house and how much rooms you have, not how many bathrooms. So if you're on a septic system, just uh, make sure your septic can um, handle that and per PVA and um, the city – uh, which you live in, just uh, check that out. Make sure you can add a room. If it's if you can't add a room and they won't let you unless you upgrade your septic system, maybe turn that into office or mm-hmm. you know office spaces or or even a, on the plans, call it an office. So yeah. it's not yeah you won't yeah, have yeah. that there. The uh, the other thing on basements I wanted to point out, you know, a lot of times you have duct work and things like that, and you have mm-hmm. to build soffits around yeah. things. You know, one thing to try to do. And we try to do is is have clean lines on your soffits. You know, mm-hmm. you have duct work that goes from it's th- two runs, it's three feet wide, and then about ten feet down the road, it it goes two feet shrinks. wide, and then it shrinks again yeah. to one foot. You may not necessarily want to make that in and out down through there. Make mm-hmm. it three foot wide all the way down, yeah, and gives it a nice clean look down through there. So, yeah. Um, all right, number ten, replacement windows. So that's a that's an easy one to uh, to have done. Replacement windows for hot climates. There's, or even you know, we have we're kind of in the middle zone if you look mm-hmm. at our our where we're at in the climate of the U.S. and zones for energy efficiency and things like that. So there's low E glass that reflects heat, um, and then for maximum efficiency, most of our every. I think every window we've done for years has low E and is argon gas yeah. filled. It prevents heat and cold transfer within the window, that condensation that sometimes builds up mm-hmm. uh, if you don't have that filled with that. But there's there's great – there's so many different window companies yeah. out there, window oh, yeah. manufacturers, and everyone has different differences and little nuances between how they're built and their channels and um, ratings and – you know, it really comes down to how they're installed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to install them correctly. You want to use um, the day of taking, you know, a little bit of fiberglass insulation and stuffing around the window mm-hmm. to replace that. That's out the window. You want to use a low expansion foam, foam around that that kind of seals that. And um, all the way around, use shims to shim it um, off the seals and everything so that you know, if, when the house does move, it's not going to jar up your window yeah. and you can't open it up. And, you know, you want to make sure that you follow the manufacturer's installation requirements because every window is built a little different. Every window's requirement to where you screw it or nail it or, nail it or um, you know, all those things, where you shim it, mm-hmm. uh, how you caulk it, I mean, all those things. You want to just make sure you have – if you're having someone replace the windows for you, it's okay to ask for, you know, hey, can I see the, what the manufacturer specs are on the window? Yeah. And and read that, Yeah. you know. And uh, especially if you've got windows in your house that are you can't hardly open, um, you know, they're just – they're hard to clean. Mm-hmm. You can't tilt them in. A good replacement window that's double hung, you can yeah. tilt those sashes in. You can clean. You can get, you know, the screens on them. 
I like me personally when we replaced our windows, we did a half screen, and because I mm-hmm. like being able to see without looking out a screen. screen. Yeah. And uh, but you can get a full screen if you want a full screen, but and then that half screen we can move it up or down depending on which sash we have which open sash, yeah. or whatnot. So, how's your windows in your house? Did you were they're, they replaced? No, they're original windows. Are so. They? They're uh, the one pane glass, the wavy glass. Uh, we love the look of them, and you yeah. know I don't know. They're not really well insulated <laughs> at all, but uh, we like the look. They they need to be cleaned up a little bit. Some people have caulked them, some of them shut, and mm-hmm. you know sealed them. So that that all needs to be cleaned up. But we love the look of them. They're big. They're tall. They're probably five feet tall and two feet wide. So yeah, it's got that old style look that we love. And that's what I was going to say on replacement windows too. That especially some of the houses we work on downtown and in mm-hmm. historic areas and things, you can get that uh, aged glass and yeah. that, that look and etched glass and all those different mm-hmm. glass options to still make it look like it's an old window but yeah. get a better performance a window out mm-hmm. of it so all right so we are we're i think we might be able to get through all this today talking about kind of home updates that pay off we'll see if we can get through these last uh last few here the next is a family room edition so um it says here, you know, a sunroom counts in the home square footage only when the room is heated and cooled for year-round use. You know, so think about a patio room, and um, if you're adding a sunroom, that's um, kind of a manufactured room from um, companies in town or um, all glass or an all-seasons type room, that necessarily is not going to count for square footage yeah. uh, unless it's heated and cooled in that um so adding a, a family room addition or a traditional addition will add that square footage to the house. Um, you know, an addition, that, that's that's our big thing is, too, is, you know, the addition shouldn't be obvious. It, yeah, you add it on the house, but the floor should line up. The exterior features should, should look in a up. way that it mm-hmm. looks like it's part of the house and it's not uh, sticking out like a sore thumb there. So Yeah. Um, next one is bonus room updates. Bonus room updates. So a lot of these are called uh, the frog rooms. Yeah. It's a finished room over garage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. The uh, the one thing to think about on those is if those rooms are really cold, a lot of times, you know, when a house is built, the insulation was put in there, well, it, it may have fallen drops. down, mm-hmm. dropped down, and it's laying on top of your drywall in the garage, which mm-hmm. it's now trying to condition your garage Rush. and is not helping mm-hmm. either one. So you may have to add some insulation, take care of those. Um, those will help and uh, add square footage as well. Some of our clients, again, have unfinished space up there, yeah. and that's a great area to add some room. And mm-hmm. some of times it's off the master bedroom, so now you've got a big old yeah. closet. Um, you've got a, some of our clients use it as an office. Mm-hmm. Um, so Playroom for the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had one. Uh, they They were over. They did use it as a big play playroom yeah. for the kids. They had a, actually were able to get a bedroom, a bathroom, and a playroom. Oh wow! Up there in that one. So, uh, living room updates number thirteen on the list. Um, now we're getting into close to the, kind of the resale value return on investment down in the sixty percent range. So living room updates um, that could be new light switches, outlet covers, floor registers, add some crown molding, some chair rail. 
new drapes, put some flowers out, <laughs> some custom bookshelves, yeah, built-ins, fireplace, new fireplace, new stone fireplace, brick fireplace. We have a client over um, uh, in the Waterford subdivision who is um, when you first come in the house on the right, they're using that kind of an office. Um, it's kind of in like a formal sitting area slash yeah. office, and then it connects to the living room. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to do a whole wall of uh, bookcases on there because they're using it for an office and adding some can lights. That's um, an expensive way to uh, to update some areas. Furniture, um, staging that a little bit different. Window treatments. Number 14 on the list, bedroom updates. So new lighting, maybe you're replacing ceiling fans, new floor coverings, window treatments. Um we're moving wallpaper. Oh, man, I can't stand wallpaper. I mean, I, let me let me correct myself. I like wallpaper. I just don't like to take it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, for those of you that are in the same boat that I am, I've got a guy for you. So we, that's right. We have a. Uh, he's a. Uh, he just did two bathrooms for us over yeah. the weekend. So Todd Strasberg, he is phenomenal. I think for almost forty years. I think when I when I first met him, he was close to twenty five years, thirty years, and yeah. doing it. But his he just started doing it, and he got good at it. And he his whole business is just yeah. wallpaper removal. And yeah. man, that guy can get anything off of any wall. He works hard too. Yeah, he's a good. Worker. He's he's great. So if you need uh, some wallpaper removal, give yeah. Todd Strasberg a call. He's he's best. He's booked up for probably a couple months. But yeah, he's, he's always in, he always seems to be booked up yeah. for at least two months when he's, we call. He's him. the best in town. So. Um, all right, bedroom updates. We talked about that. So last one, living room updates. So again, there same kind of bedroom, kind of updating your walls, floors, uh, fresh coat of paint will do mm-hmm. wonders. If you have hardwood now, maybe you know consider resanding them. If you have uh, popcorn or textured ceilings, you can get those smoothed out. Add some lighting, things like that. Uh, bookcases, like you talked about. Yeah. So. Hey, uh, thanks again for joining us. Blessings to everyone that is listening to our show and has heard our voice today with peace and prosperity. Have a good week, and uh, we'll see you next week right here, Skinny on the Home.